Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The frenemy of my enemy is the end of a friend. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. There's a lot of stuff going on in the show today, and we didn't get to some really good stuff that the fellows had compiled. Particularly on the weird days ahead, as we, the United States, are probably going to be allies at times with the Taliban. You think we're going to pay that much attention to it? I'm just, I'm not convinced that the story is going to stay in people's consciousness very long or that we're just going to pay that much attention to it in reality very long. Well, I, I think that there there may be some uh, blatant enough ooching around by ISIS-K and Al-Qaeda that, uh, that the United States feels it has to do something. Can I reread just a little bit of that thing from earlier I had? So this is from... The Richard Holbrook Diaries. Richard Holbrook was a America's leading diplomat for decades and worked under several several different presidents, different administrations. You don't need to know who he is, but his diary came out. And uh, he's talking about Joe Biden back during the Obama administration about Afghanistan. Joe took the position plain and simple that we have to get out of Afghanistan. He's making the argument to President Obama and Hillary Clinton, who's Secretary of State at the time. Um. And I was making the argument that women are going to get sent back to the dark ages if we get out of there. Joe Biden said, it ain't going to happen. He said, I don't He's He told me that I don't understand politics, says Richard Holbrook, the diplomat. Joe Biden said, you don't understand politics. We're facing a debacle politically. We're going to lose the presidency in 2012 if unemployment remains high in Afghanistan is the other issue that could pull us down. And we have to be on our way out. We have to do what we did in Vietnam. 
This shocked me, and I commented immediately that I thought we had a certain obligation to the people of, of Afghanistan who had trusted us. Joe Biden said, F*** that. We don't have to worry about that. We did it in Vietnam. Nixon and Kissinger got away with it. Wow. So, Mr. Compassion, well, maybe this is one of the reasons Clarissa Ward on CNN the other day, after Biden's yelling at his speech, said uh, it would have been nice if he showed some compassion at any point for the Afghans left behind, the Americans left behind, the people that wanted to get out that they didn't get out, the, the girls that are going to have to live under the Taliban. If he'd, if he'd show a little compassion to that and just always, instead of always what's better for us, it really is a... Henry Kissinger or Donald Trump type America first attitude, which, you know, some of us like a lot of that, but it was very much. No, this is what's good for us. I'm not even paying attention to the how it's going to be for Afghanistan. What's best for us long term? F*** that, he said in the meeting with Obama and Hillary. Now, you, now you've made Hanson bleep you twice. Oh, my God. I just think that's pretty interesting that, that Biden went that um, aggressive in saying, I don't care about that. Right. Politically, this is going to be bad for us if we stay. And of late, he hasn't even made like hollow statements of ain't it a shame. He yeah. Won't address it. Oh, interesting. So uh, the relationship going forward could be weird. Uh, I, I think with uh, Pakistan right there, they're a frenemy. That relationship is terrible. You, you could read five books on that, our relationship with Pakistan. Um, and the lawless regions and Al-Qaeda and ISIS-K and the rest of it, something tells me we'll have special forces or drones or missiles or whatever going in there at some point, and it might well be in cooperation with the Taliban, of all things. Uh, this is uh, Jen Griffin of Fox News in clip number 50, Michael, if you'd be so kind. For the first time since the last American soldier left Afghanistan, the defense secretary and chairman of the Joint Chiefs faced the press. They took just three questions, including whether they might have to partner with the Taliban in the future. I can tell you uh, from personal experience uh, that this is a ruthless group from the past, and whether or not they change remains to be seen. Uh, and as far as our dealings with them at that airfield, in war, you do what you must in order to reduce risk to mission and force, not what you necessarily want to do. Any possibility of coordination against ISIS-K with them, do you think? It's possible. A stunning admission as a result of the new reality on the ground in Afghanistan and the absence of intelligence networks, which had to be rolled up as part of the hasty U.S. withdrawal. I thought that was the kind of honesty we were wanting last week, but you always explain on why they couldn't be honest, because the Taliban still held all the cards and we had so many people there. Him being honest yesterday, saying, look, you deal with the reality of what you've got at the moment and what's, you know, best at the time. Right. Yeah, I appreciate it. A couple more clips. Here's uh, Lloyd Austin, the uh, sec def on uh, vets who disagree with the policy 51. We shouldn't expect Afghan war veterans to agree any more than any other group of Americans. I've heard strong views from many sides in recent days. And that's vital. That's democracy. That's America. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs then on the Fuster clock in uh, the aftermath, 52. How we got to this moment in Afghanistan will be analyzed and studied for years to come. And we in the military will approach this with humility, transparency, and candor. I hope so. Yeah. yeah and you, did, did you over the last 20 years, though, the Afghanistan papers... Oh, Lord, no. Would uh, suggest <laughs> that you didn't uh, deal with it with honesty and clarity and candor. The, the opposite. The opposite, with very few exceptions. 
And uh, finally, this, it struck me when I was watching it, and uh, Jen Griffin thought it was notable, too, 53. Both were asked about lessons learned over two decades at war, how violently it ended with the deaths of 13 U.S. service members. I wasn't born a four-star general. Uh, I have walked the patrols and been blown up and shot at in RPG and everything else. This is tough stuff. War is hard. Uh, it's vicious. It's brutal. It's unforgiving. I'm a professional soldier. I'm going to contain my uh, pain and anger and continue to execute my mission. That mission is to get the remaining 100 or so Americans out of Afghanistan, along with U.S. allies, something that the State Department is now the lead on. But it's hard to imagine them getting very far without the Taliban and Delta Force. You know, I'm glad you pointed out we had like, uh, depending who you ask, like 8,000 people there. We got uh, 5,000 out, so now we have 100 left. Well, How, more did, wait a minute. There, How there, did that happen? There were twelve to 15,000 Americans. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve to 15,000 Americans. We got out, whatever they claim, 7,000, and now there are 200 left. So that leaves 200. What do you not get? <laughs> yeah, the math doesn't work on that. Yeah, I went to one of those woke schools where getting the right answer was considered white supremacist, so I'm perfectly content that we have all the Americans out but 200. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite know that. I, I hope somebody's looking into it. Well... I guess that's it. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.